I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's dive right in. Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake and Christopher Tubbs for the next three hours. Happy to have you. Hanging out with us. Please enjoy the show. Enjoy the ride tonight. My first topic to get into tonight involves the Minnesota Timberwolves. And yes, we are the home for Timberwolves basketball. News Talk 830 WCCO. We will be giving away uh, some tickets tonight because it is a Wolves Wednesday. So at some point, When you hear the Wolves howl, you'll be the third caller to win this four-pack of tickets, which is for the November the 21st game against the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. Those are some good tickets on a Wolves Wednesday. But the first topic involves the Wolves, and it has to do with, in my opinion, last night we had the most important moment of the Wolves season occur. And it's not even close. Not even close. The most important moment of the Wolves season to this point occurred last night. And it actually didn't even occur during the game. Let me explain. What occurred last night in the po- in the, uh, the post-game presser was, in my opinion, the most important thing that's transpired for this team to this particular point. The Wolves, as an organization... A little bit off to a a shaky start. Very inconsistent here to start the season. High expectations and currently 4-4. and The most important thing that happened was what? You're asking, right? It was the realization that our starters have sucked to this point. And you don't have to take it from me. Take it from Anthony Edwards, okay? To me... Last night, what was stated in the postgame from the best all-around player or the the most talented player, I think, in the organization is Anthony Edwards. I've stated that. Rudy coming here hasn't changed that. Ant, to me, it's his team. Listen to this as Anthony Edwards is sitting at the podium with Jordan McLaughlin, backup point guard, who comes off the bench. There's a moment where the light bulb came on and Ant realizes that right now the starters suck and he realizes the bench is playing better than the starting lineup. Take a listen. 
the way Phoenix was was guarding you guys? Yeah, I mean, they're a handsy team, uh, but, you know, it, it was our, our guys trying to make the right play and uh, just unfortunately got a bad bounce. And, you know, they like I said, they're a handsy team, so they were in the passing lanes. And our starting five was all negative, like minus, minus 18, minus 12, minus 14, minus, and they whole starting five was <laughs> plus 20, plus, that's crazy. Yeah. And our bench is plus, plus, plus. Yeah, start five. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you just attribute that to, you know, to ball movement. Is that the biggest thing that's leading to those pluses and minuses? Uh, I mean, I guess I, from the looks of it, it's telling me that when we're in the game, we're losing, and when they're in the game, we got a better chance of winning. So I don't like the sound of that. So we can figure it out. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. We'll, we'll go last question to Leo. Leo, go ahead. That's crazy, bro. We all in the minus. And y'all all positive. That is significant. Did y'all hear that? So so just let me tell you what y'all just listened to. What you guys just listened to was Anthony Edwards sitting next to his teammate, Jordan McLaughlin, the backup point guard. And they're in front of the media and they're answering questions in the postgame presser. And because I saw the video, okay, and you just heard the audio. Anthony Edwards, while J Mac is talking, is looking at the at the um the score sheet, okay? The box score at the end of the game. He's looking as J Mac is talking and, and and it just he just blurts out, he's like, Whoa, look at this. All of us as starters, we're in the negative of the plus minus. And look at you guys that came in to off the bench. You guys are in the plus. And you can just the, – the, the wheels were, were spinning around and they were turning with Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards is looking like, oh, my gosh, this is not good. This is not good at all. And for the record, I'm looking at it right now. Jaden McDaniels, he was a, a minus 18. Rudy Gobert, minus 14. They're all they're all negatives. Cat, 12. D'Lo, minus 20. Ant, minus 12. When you got guys like Torian Prince, plus six, uh, Nas Reed, plus 10, um, Jalen Noel, plus 14, Jordan McLaughlin, plus six. Like, in that particular moment, Anthony Edwards is looking around and you he's just like, what the heck is going on? Do as a starting five, we suck. I don't know what you guys think, but I'd love to get your reaction at 651 461 9226 because that's significant. That's significant. And I think that that is the moment that potentially could spark this team into being better. I'm not guaranteeing a victory on Friday night because you're playing the Milwaukee Bucks, who is probably the best team in the, in the Eastern Conference. Okay? with one of the best players to ever play, and Giannis. But I think that that could be the moment for Timberwolves basketball. Knowing that Anthony Edwards is looking in the mirror, and he's like, man, what the hell is going on here? Like, this can't be real. This can't be real life. That us as starters, that we're, we've been playing this poorly? And the other part of that from last night, which I think is so telling with Ant, 
is obvious. It's the Phoenix Suns. And I know you're probably like, well, what do you mean it's obvious it's the Phoenix Suns? Ant, in a big-time, nationally televised game, in the post-game presser, is, is, is saying out loud that we just played the Phoenix Suns, one of the teams that are true contenders out of the West, and this is what we did. We can sit here and we can talk about expectations. We could talk about the trade. We could talk about what we're supposed to do, what we're expected to do. But what did we do? You did nothing. You lost by nine. And I'm not going to say that this was like some some blowout because there were some moments for the Wolves. But I, I think that the hopefully the light bulb came on last night. At least it did for Ant. Anthony Edwards, the light bulb came on. Now, are there still questions that we all have? Absolutely. Absolutely. I got plenty. I'm sure that you got some. But 651-461-9226. Your reaction to that next year on the Lake Show. All right, the Wolves going to play better. I think so. And I'm not saying that I'm banking on them winning Friday night, the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, that's a tough opponent. But what do you make about the realization from Anthony Edwards that right now the the starting five, not playing well. And I know some of you guys are like, well, that's not breaking news. But I love the honesty of Anthony Edwards. The fact that he openly comes out and states, man, we're not good. The bench players, y'all doing better than we are. And you know what? In sports, that's a problem. 651-461-9226. I love the transparency. I love the realness to it. I love the fact that Ant said it in front of the media. Because really what he's done is he's put every member of the starting five under the microscope. They're in the spotlight. They were before even more so now. I didn't think there could have more, you know, pressure on that starting five because for every game that they don't play well and the bench at least to the eye test plays better guess what there's going to be more and more pressure and more and more questions on it what I like about last night and it wasn't necessarily what he said but it was also how he said it he said it in a way that wasn't demeaning or maybe being jealous of Jordan McLaughlin and the way that the bench is playing. It was... No, one, that's his guy. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes you see guys and, and it's like, oh my, uh, you know, you kind of give a little bit of side eye and you know, maybe something isn't quite working. There's no panic right now in them. And everybody to a man says that they're going to get this thing figured out. And I don't know what it is going to be to be that, you know, that proverbial kick in the hind end that they need. But they do need that moment. Like They're going to need something that's going to be that epiphany. I, I don't know if this is it, but the fact that he was looking at the box score and it just came out casually, like you said, naturally. It wasn't forced. It was just like, I'm looking at these numbers and frankly, we just got outplayed by their starting five. I think that what's so telling to me about this entire situation is that and in a post-game setting, 
is looking and he's 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 you know clearly he's probably frustrated with their play and the fact mm-hmm. that they lost a basketball game, but he's putting it all together in real time. Like seriously, seriously, he's 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 in the in the press conference. He's in front of media members. Him and J Mac are being asked questions. He's talking out out loud and processing it in real he, time. Yes, yes, because J Mac is actually talking, and then yeah. he just kind of he jumps in. He's like, "Bruh, yeah, <laughs> you know." And it's like because Ann keeps it real. He's like, "Bruh, <laughs> man, y'all just dude, y'all cats off the bench are playing well, and us as starters." We suck right now. And, and it was as if that conversation could have been had between the two of them in the locker room. Oh, he even had to plane. say that in front of everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's yep. the thing. It's like it just naturally came out. After after getting away from the, the television cameras, getting away from the microphones, he could have walked with J-Mac in the in the hallway and been like, mm-hmm. handed him the, uh, the box screen and be like, man, you see that, man? Mm-hmm. Bro, we, man, look at this. This is, look how bad we are. Yeah, and I love that. Though. He wasn't. He wasn't accusatory. He was almost laughing to the point like, man, I can't believe this. It, it was all, I mean, didn't it? It was almost like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Like, really? You guys are balling better than we are. Yep. Like, how is that happening? Yep. And I think that's one thing, one of that thing that, that maybe you don't, you don't see in the score sheet. And I think that's another thing that can, you know, Endear Ant to fans. I know that he had his issue with the homo, you know, the homophobic rant, you know, the comments that he had. But I feel like talking like this and just saying what we're all seeing. I mean, I don't know very many times that you see a player or a coach look at the box score when it's so negative in your favor and not have one of these epic rants. It was just like, yeah. 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 I I guess, you know, numbers don't lie. If you want to weigh in, 651-461-9226. Love to get your reaction to my reaction to last night in the post game and that entire setting. Uh there was a text. Was there there was one text, somebody texted in and but and, and they, theirs wasn't necessarily about the post game. Yeah, this was more, you know, about Carl Anthony Towns and you know, from the uh, City's One talking text line. Uh, the Wolves will never be a winner with Carl Anthony Towns. He doesn't seem to hustle or get enough rebounds, shoots too many threes, and doesn't play defense, complains to the referees, and just doesn't plain hustle. Well, well, let, let me let me let me say this, okay? Um, the complaining to the referees, that's fine. I, I grant you that. We've we've talked about that <laughs> the last few years. What? I'm not that's the first I'm hearing of it. I am not going to sit here though and say that Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns doesn't doesn't hustle. He grabs – he had ten, He had a double-double last night. He almost had a triple-double. He had 24-10-7. Yeah, I thought he did a real nice job a few times on the offensive board and then the, the, the putback. I thought he did really well taking advantage. He had when five was offensive there. rebounds. Yeah, when Aiton wasn't there, you got to take advantage. So so I'm not going to get into this where I'm going to um, look at Cat, and I know that we can get – right now, Cat could be the easy target. I think that a lot of Wolves fans, when things don't go right, there are two people they'll look at, I think, for right now. Whether you agree with it or disagree, you can you can text the show or you can call the show. I think the two people that are most under the microscope are Cat because he's, he's the veteran guy. He's one of the faces, big-time faces of the franchise and has been, and he's been inconsistent to start the year. And the complaining towards the refs and stuff like that, that's still with them and fans don't like it, okay? That's part of it. The other person, though, 
that's in this spotlight in terms of like trying to figure out about blame mm-hmm. or signing blame, whether it's right or wrong, is Rudy. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he's the new guy. Yeah. Rudy Gobert's the new guy. So when the Wolves aren't playing to their expectations, blame the guy that you gave up all the draft picks for, all the players for. He's not worth it, That is what and, they say. And, and, and he'll get a little bit more. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm not saying that Rudy's playing great. I don't think he's playing mm-hmm. bad, though. I, like, I, he's been dominant on yeah. the boards. He's leading the NBA in rebounds. He is. I think one thing, number one, as it relates to Cat, I, I feel like fans... They just get frustrated with the childish antics. And, and that seems to be something that will always stick with fans just because he has a tendency to, you know, he just, he doesn't have that maturity that you would have liked for a player that's been in the league for as long as he has. When it comes to Rudy, my impression from the fans and, you know, me being a fan, I can, you know, say it in this way. It's like, here comes this all you know, NBA player, right? This defensive player of the year. How can you get worse adding a player the caliber of Rudy Gobert? You feel like, you know, when you move into a different school, right? That new kid has got to get used to the kids in that school. Whereas here, it's like the kids at the school have to get used to the new kid coming, if, if that makes sense. And you see the ball go through his hands. You're like, dude, hang on to the basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like, we love the block shots. We know he can do that. We, we love the rebounding. We know he can do that. But it's like when the ball is loose in his vicinity on the offensive end, I mean, he's got hands of stone. And I think that frustrates fans because that leads to some of those turnovers and kind of you know, gets out of that offensive flow. And you're like, you're not an NBA player. How are you not playing better? I mean, that that's just the impression that I get. Yep, no question about it. All right, 651-461-9226 uh, if you love to uh, react via the phones or the uh, the text line, the Cities One, um, uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. Feel free. Have at it. Uh, we'll get back to Bulls maybe a little bit later. But, look, there's a special event coming up this Saturday morning that I am a part of, uh, and it's, it's, it's a great organization that I truly do appreciate, and I like helping out when I can. Uh, the name of the organization is Highland Friendship Club. They are absolutely awesome Highland Friendship Club, if you don't know what they do, we're going to get into what they do. Okay, And there's two people in particular that are going to join me next. The executive director of Highland Friendship Club, her name is Patty Dunn, and Twins legend and former American League MVP, Joe Maurer. He's going to join us next on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. Always enjoy going to fun events. Specifically events that benefit our community. And there's one such organization that does amazing work that I've been happy to uh, to help out the last few years. The organization is called Highland Friendship Club. And joining us now to talk about a nice, cool event that we're going to be a part of this coming weekend benefiting Highland Friendship Club uh, is Executive Director of Highland Friendship Club, Patty Dunn and... Twins legend and big-time supporter and former AO MVP, Joe Maurer. They join us on the Joe, uh, John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. First off, Patty and Joe, a pleasure to have you on the Lake Show. Thank, Thank you for you. having happy us, Andrea. And, uh, go ahead, Patty. <laughs> no, I was going to say happy to be in good company. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and and I'd like to start off by thanking you, Henry, for your support over the years. You've been tremendous, and and uh, thanks for letting us come on tonight and and uh, talk about Highland Friendship Club. Hey, absolutely, that's just what we do, right? We, we we're all in this thing together. And, and I want to start with you, Patty. I, I want to just for the listening audience that do, you know don't know a whole lot about Highland Friendship Club. What is Highland Friendship Club? How did it start? And what is your mission? Sure. Highland Friendship Club is a nonprofit that started 20 years ago now in St. Paul when two moms of sons with disabilities realized, especially when their sons hit the middle school age, that there simply were not enough activities and social opportunities for their sons. So they decided to change that, and that's exactly what they did. Um, They started with a walking club on Saturday mornings for Um, teens who have disabilities. And they found out as soon as their sons started getting together socially, they became more independent. They were making friends. So then it started to grow. They said, well, let's do a movie night too. And flash forward to today, we Highland Friendship Club has 200 members. Um, We offer about 40 classes a week in fitness, art, music, and book clubs, so much more. Um, and we do still do the walking clubs and movie nights, too. That's awesome. That is so awesome. And, and Joe, me and you first connected around Highland Friendship Club. Um, I want to say maybe, I can't remember, it's, it's been, I, I think I want to say over a decade ago, because I was still at K-Fan yeah. at the, I, I was at K-Fan at the time, and I ended up doing um, a, a live broadcast from uh, the bowling event at the time. Um, you do a great job of supporting some really good organizations and charities, what drew you in about Highland Friendship Club? Well, yeah, you, you know, it's uh, I was there at the beginning. So uh, it first started off, uh, my best friend, Tony Leesman, his, his mom was uh, a part of the, the dynamic duo that I call her and, uh, you know, Pat and, and Rosemary who started Highland Friendship Club, uh, kind of dating myself now, but 20 years ago. <laughs> and um, they came up with the idea and it, it's just, I've seen it firsthand grow into what it is today and, and from day one, they had the vision, and it's been helping so many um, kids, young adults, um, and really the whole community just uh, be stronger and, and get the, everyone involved. And it, it really is tremendous. And, you know, everybody that comes, uh, you know, to one of the events, I, I think just gets hooked. And you see the repeat offenders <laughs> you know, keep coming back <laughs> to, to donate their time and, and money and, and energy to, to the club because it is really special. And, I'm just happy to be a part of it, and um, like I said from day one, I'm just happy to be associated with uh, with Highland Friendship Club. Yeah, we're talking to Patty Dunn, Executive Director of Highland Friendship Club, and also a Twins legend, former AO MVP Joe Maurer, here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. And if you're wondering, we're talking about an event taking place actually this Saturday, coming Saturday morning, uh, Lanes for Friendship. Uh, full transparency, it is sold out, uh, so it's not technically open to the public but people can still uh go to the uh, to the website highlandfriendshipclub.org and if you want to uh, make a donation or see how you can support this great organization uh feel free to do so i, I want to ask you though joe you know this year we get back to the basics and that's being together in person this year and it was it was fun for me to be at your dealership a couple of years ago and doing it virtually but this year is going to be a little bit more special right it will. I think everybody's excited, um, including myself, just to get back. And, you know, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're talking 20 years for me and um, you know, the relationships and, and that you've made over that, that span to get back in person. And, um, you know, it's just going to be tremendous. I'm just so excited. And 
we had an event this summer, um, the big game, uh, which is great. And uh, that was kind of the first, um, you know, it's a kind of a softball game. And that was kind of the first time to see a lot of these families It's because it's been a couple of years. But I, uh, I'm hoping to uh, to see more uh, Friendship Club members that I haven't seen in a while out there bowling, uh, like you said, this uh, this weekend, November 5th. Patty, I know what this means for the young people because I've been to the event before and I, I love to see the smiles on their faces. Talk about, though, what this means for the parents. Oh, it means, it means so much. I, don't, I think as a parent, there is no better feeling than seeing your son or daughter making friends and being with people who they can have fun with and they feel supported. Um, I think some of the, the best stories I've heard from parents is when they realize they can take a few steps back um, and let their son or daughter just, again, be a little more independent. And it's funny, our members love bowling. They absolutely love bowling. Um, so this event is really about them and letting them have fun with each other. Um, but there are also many, many big baseball fans among our members. And I have to say, having Joe involved always just, you know, brings a lot more fun. And we're going to have Minnesota Gopher baseball players there, too. So it's a it's just a community celebration. But for the parents, yes, I think it, it fills their hearts to know that they're, they're son or daughter belongs you know that's what we all want is to belong somewhere and that's that's what highland friendship club does you know patty yeah you know beyond just this saturday because we're talking about langshore friendship which is coming up this saturday but but how can people out there that are listening and hearing about you for the first time or just want to get involved and be supportive of your organization what do they need to do Absolutely. Go to our website and check out opportunities to volunteer. That's also a really fulfilling way to get to know us and to make a difference and have impact. You know, with 40 classes a week, that's a lot of staff members needed to keep everything going so people can volunteer. Of course, they can donate. Um, But most importantly, we want people out there to become members. If you know somebody who, a teen or adult with disabilities that's looking for some social opportunities, that's why we're here. So, number one, we just hope more members get involved. So, spread the word. Uh, Joe, you pretty good bowler? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. It's been a while since I've been bowling, I'll be honest. But, um, you know, the Friendship Club members always remind me of that, <laughs> how, how great of a bowler I am. But um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, really, just to see if, um, the people, uh, the members. It's been a while, and it really is a family. You know, we talked about earlier um, you know, the impact that it has on the community. And, and uh, I encourage people to go out there and volunteer because I guarantee you'll have a great time. And uh, meeting the members and the staff is, is just t- tremendous, you know, and it all starts with Patty um, here on here tonight. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait. Can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait either. You know, I've, I've seen, Joe, so like j- just full transparency before we ever met, I remember I came home. I want to say one year from college, and I saw you playing a football game at uh, mm-hmm. at Creighton, and then I know for a fact I saw you play a basketball game. So I know that you got the football thing covered. <laughs> I, we clearly know you got the baseball thing covered. I know that you can hoop. You're 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 a pretty good basketball player. Um, the bowling thing, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have you under the microscope along with all of the members of Highland Friendship Club. So. We'll be. I'll be paying attention. Yeah. I'm not going to challenge you to anything bowling wise. I think I might have <laughs> did that a couple of years ago. But see, I would need one yeah. of those officiating relatives of yours, like Tommy or or Kenny or somebody around yeah. to kind of help me out a little bit. 
There's there's plenty of those uh, officiating mowers around town, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, Saturday, I got to share a quick story. I'm looking forward to the well, looking forward and nervous for this Saturday. As every bowling <laughs> tournament, I get a some special time with with the members, and they put me on the hot seat. Hot seat, and it's basically ask Joe anything. So I'm I'm trying to mentally prepare for that. Um, that's probably why my bowling isn't very good, but. Uh, looking forward to seeing those members and uh, looking forward to see what kind of questions they have uh, for me this Saturday. Oh, my goodness. So let me let me go ahead and mark this down. Slip a member yeah. a question to ask Joel Maurer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. For more information, please check out their website. They do amazing work. HighlandFriendshipClub.org this Saturday. Lanes for Friendship. If you just go to the website, if you want to donate in any way, shape, or form, please do. Um, I support the cause. Joe Maurer supports the cause. And uh, Patty Dunn does a phenomenal job as the executive director. Uh, I look forward to seeing both of you on Saturday morning. To you too, Henry. Uh, thanks again for your support, and, and thanks for letting us come on tonight. Thanks, Patty. Yeah. Thanks so much, Henry. Thanks, Joe. See you Saturday. Thank you. All right. Take care. That's uh, Joe Maurer and Patty Dunn joining us here on The Lake Show. Look. I love stuff like this. I love the bowl. So I don't know. Maybe I should get some video of me challenging Joe. Like, see who can hit a, get a strike first. I don't want to do too much challenging, though, because I want to leave that up to the members. I want the members to be able to step up and be like, Joe, we got this for Lake. That'll be fun. What do you think? Are you a bowler? You like the bowl? I like to bowl recreationally. Uh, This just sounds so cool. And, you know, when Patty was talking about what it means to the parents and for the parents to have this opportunity for their kids to be able to to socialize and then to, you know, interact with somebody like Joe Maurer, like these are the moments that they work so hard for and, to allow this little bit of an opportunity for these yep. kids, dude, that sounds that sounds awesome. HighlandFriendshipClub.org. That's the website. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hour next on The Lake Show. Man, I swear. There's just something about this national anthem that I like <laughs> on television right now. You know why? Because you're a patriot. You like no, that? It's not. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It ain't got nothing to do with the patriotism. No, no. no. You're not going to stand up and, uh, you know, put your hand over your heart and. Well, I'm, I'm doing the radio show right now. I can't. Well, you can stand up. You can stand. I up was just standing show. up. Now I just sat down. Well, you can stand up next to the microphone though. Or do you not? How many? Stand do up? you do that at home? Well, should do, no you no no do you <laughs> do that at home? No, you don't. No, I don't. No. You hypocrite, you. No, no, you're no, questioning no. me. No. No. Are you no. questioning my patriotism? No. Yeah. Don't you dare. Hey. Don't you, you dare. Where were you on January 6th? <laughs> Come on, 1776. Oh. No, but you said you like the national anthem, and I'm like, you know, get up and respect I, your flag. No, what I said was there's something about tonight's national anthem. <clears throat> that you like. That I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got it on mute, so it can't be the music. <laughs> Oh, hey, you know, I, I do want to talk about that real quick. This is a must-win game for the Astros. I don't, I don't care what anybody – no, I truly do believe that. Like, do I think that the Astros are a better team than Philadelphia? No question. They cannot fall behind 3-1, though, and expect to win. I, I just don't – I think that the Astros win tonight. But it is a must-win. Do we agree or do we, we disagree on that? 
Yeah, I, I think we disagree. I, I'm not going. You don't to, think it's a must. You, so you think that three one. I'm not saying that they couldn't come back from three one. Yeah. But you, you think they're in a great spot at down three one? Well, n- nobody's ever in a great spot down three to one. But you look at the team that had the you know the best record in the American League, and the talent that they've got. I'm I'm not going to say okay if the Astros get beat tonight that this is you know the series is all but over. I, I didn't say it was all but over. I didn't say it but was I mean, over. Say, but it's you, a must win. Yeah, though. it's well. I mean, it's a must win. Let me say that. Okay, if if it's a must win, if they lose tonight and Philly goes up three to one, the Astros still have a chance. How confident would you there's feel about diff- the Astros winning their? There's a difference between having a chance and mm-hmm. a must win. This weekend for the for, uh, for the the next game for the wait, does Green Bay have a game this weekend? I don't know when their bye is. Uh Green Bay. They haven't, Gre- pl- they haven't played all season. The the the, the Green Bay Packers. Um, this weekend they face the Detroit Lions, who are mm-hmm. who are not good. Oh, the Motor City Kitties! Let's go, meow meow, one pride. If the Green Bay Packers lose this weekend, mm-hmm. the season's technically not over, but it's a must win. Yeah. They they have to beat the Detroit Lions. Well, you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to put the Green Bay Packers into the same vein as the the Houston Astros. I mean, the the Packers right now. They have some obvious issues with talent on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense has been underperforming. Last night, I mean, Philly, what, they hit five home runs or something like that? I mean, yeah, I think it was like five home runs last night. I mean, they absolutely drilled Lance McCullers. But even if, you know, Philly wins tonight, two out of the next three, all, all, all Houston has to do is split the next two games. And you're still going back to Houston with Game Six and Game Seven next weekend. So I'm I'm not I'm not too overly concerned whether or not this is a a must win or not for Houston. Yeah, I'm concerned. Okay, I'm concerned because utilizing your rationale, mm-hmm. the only must wins are elimination games. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I don't believe that. Okay, I don't believe that because let's say that a team was 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 down two zero. Mm-hmm. I believe that that's a must win for the team that's down two zero because you you can't fall behind three zero. Could 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 you miraculously or could you because you're down three? Could you run off four in a row? Yeah, you could. But I, you see what I'm saying? Like, like to me, there's a there's a a, a little slight bit of a difference. Right, but, but how many times have we seen a team come back from three one? We've seen a team come back from three one a yep. lot more than we've seen a team come back from three zero. So I guess that yeah, yeah, but we don't see it a lot. We don't. But I guess I I look at it and I'm like I look at the the talent of the Houston Astros. They're and the most talented team. They're out of the, the most two. talented out no of the question. two, and I, I, you know, it's kind of the same thing that I thought. But the Dodgers be. were the most talented team in all the Major League Baseball, right? And, and they got and they got mowed down by the, the Padres back to back games. So yeah. I, I'm I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. Yeah. But if they go down three one, you know, I, I would say if they lose tonight and then you know they lose game five, series is probably over. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs>
it's probably over. Probably you over. Think, you think that it's probably I, I over? I don't think Houston's coming Gosh. back. They can come back from 3-1. I don't think – I don't know if any team in history has ever come back from 4-1. I don't yeah. know if that's ever happened. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Who do you got tonight? I'm going to take the Astros. I, I think, you know, Aaron Nola got rocked in, in game one. And I think Christian Javier did a good job in the ALCS against the Yankees. But this is the, this is the series. This is the series. Yeah. It's a, it's a must win. Now, I, I mean, I was really surprised last night by the way that Philly just kept pounding and pounding and pounding. And you figure eventually, you know, that the Astros were going to get something off of Ranger Suarez. And no, there was nothing that was there for the Houston Astros last night. It was, it was super impressive. It might have been one of the most impressive games of the entire Major League Baseball postseason that I've seen. Because you just don't think that Houston is going to get thumped like that. And granted, you know, we were talking about it last night. Lance McCullers really hasn't pitched a whole lot this year. Dusty Baker rolled the dice. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it just it didn't work out for Dusty. But tonight's another game. All right. So we will... Um... We will see. I'm with you, though. I think Houston wins tonight. And I think that uh, we're looking at a series that's likely mm-hmm. going to go six or seven. I mean, well, it's going to go six, in my mind, at yeah. least. But uh, can we get a seven-gamer? I'll take it. I'll take seven games. All right, coming up next, I got a question for uh, – well, not a question for you guys right now. But we found out why Daniel Snyder potentially could be selling the Commanders. We'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 